Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another Ask Zach. Hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to talk about personalizing your guitar. I think you got plenty of fair warning with the uh, the opening pictures that you saw. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about what I did on my guitar, a little bit of the history of that. And then I'll, I'll even uh, show some of the chords that I learned from kind of a uh, not-the-usual-suspects uh, kind of guy that I learned those chords from that I used in the uh, opening little uh, instrumental. All right, so while you're thinking about it, if you haven't done it already, and if you've been enjoying the show, please hit subscribe. If you've already subscribed, then I appreciate you supporting the channel. There are many ways you can hit, you can find tip jar information in the description, or you can go to askzach.com where you can find merch like a coffee mug or a t-shirt or different things of that sort. Also, there's Friends of Ask Zach, which is a really great way to support the channel. It's $10 a month. And with it, you get the episodes early without commercials. You also get exclusive lesson content where I, I create a lesson every month that, uh, you know, just just for the, uh, for the supporters. And then also you get some Ask Zach guitar picks. So these uh, D'Andrea medium heavies, you get these with the Ask Zach logo on them. So that's part of supporting me. So, all right, so let's dive in. All of this started for me recently with uh, doing the episode on Jimmy Bryant. So that was a fun episode. I love Jimmy Bryant. And one of the really great things that I learned about him was that on his early broadcaster and early telecasters that he used, on a number of them, he had clear pick guards that had graphics underneath them, which of course I've imitated here. Uh, his had his name and then a, a cowboy. Uh, on a horse. And then he had another one that had his name, but it was, it was white leather. So 
I kept thinking about it and I was like, why, why does that remind me of something? Where have I, I seen this done before? Now it wasn't done before chronologically, but it was something that I was exposed to long before that. And then I remembered, um, a college friend of mine had a, uh, a telecaster that he put a, a clear pick guard on. And I let this friend borrow a magazine and, uh, because I thought he would enjoy it, you know, because it was a he, he's you know he's into country music and uh, and uh, this was country guitar, which was uh, a offshoot of Guitar World. This was a great magazine, and I let him borrow it, and when I got it back, it had this stuff, you know, kind of coming out of it, and that was because there was an article on Junior Brown, you know, the Git Steel player. And he decided that he was going to turn that into a, uh, you know, material to go underneath his pick guard. So that's what he did. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. And of course, I still have it because I still have the magazine because I, uh, I enjoyed it so much. But uh, this guitar player, friend of mine, he has continued to do that to this day. So he, uh, he has always had guitars with clear pick guards on them. And he's put different graphics uh, underneath them. Sometimes he's even put fabric. And so I was reminded of that, uh, which somehow I had forgotten. And I thought, you know what, it'd be really fun to do something like this. Um, another thing that popped up was I recently got the Pinecaster book, which you can see behind me, the uh, gigantic four volume, uh, golly, you know, wonderful, wonderful history of, of early electric guitars and you know, Telecaster, Blackguard Telecasters, and the prototypes made out of pine and such. That's where the Pinecaster name comes from. Well, in looking through that, I was surprised by how many guitars had, still had initials on them, you know, of their former owner, original owners, or even where they had spots on the body where you could see where a decal or letters had been removed. So, it seems that that really became a popular thing, you know, very much so in country music, but even beyond that. I mean, think about, you know, some of the photos that, you know, you saw in the opening little montage. I mean, you saw B.B. King, and he had his name in the radio station that he played on. He was using his guitar as kind of a billboard. And then you have, you know, Earl Hooker, that uh, on his double neck, he had his name and, you know, just not inlaid in the neck, but just, you know, stickers that he had put on the headstock, especially you got a lot of room on that 12 string headstock. And then uh, you think about Steve Ray Vaughn and Jimmy Vaughn, both those guys, they, uh, you know, they both took mailbox letters and put them, put them on their guitars. Why? Well, I'm sure it's because of the hillbilly, you know, the country hillbillies that they saw, because that was the thing to do in the 50s. It was very much a big thing. And that's why so many blackguards have them on there, is because it was a huge deal. It was cool to put your name on your guitar. And so, so many people would just get, get mailbox letters, you know, because a lot of guys didn't think about trying to have a clear pit guard made or a leather pit guard. Some guys did do that. And of course, you have Gatemouth Brown and other guys that did have leather pit guards made or Jimmy Bryant. But a lot of guys just took these mailbox letters and put them on their, on their guitar. And, uh, and I love it that Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and Jimmy Vaughan both did that all through the, through the 80s. And of course, uh, Jimmy continued to play his old guitars with the 
letters on them, you know, even to this day. So, yeah, I think I kind of came to the point where it was, I just thought it'd be fun. And also a non-permanent fun thing to do. So I started thinking about what, what did I want on there? And of course, you know, I thought it'd be fun to have my name on there. And then I thought, what kind of graphic would I want on my guitar? And, well, I'm a Texan and, uh, you know, I lived the first 20 plus years of my life there and I'm still, you know, a Texan through and through. And if you, uh, dare to follow me on Instagram, you know, you'll see that I, uh, you know, post things like the other day, I, uh, I smoked a brisket, you know, for, uh, you know, for 10 and a half hours. And I, uh, yeah, and that, that's a, you know, that's one of those crazy Texan things to do is just to, uh, you know, cook some old tough piece of meat until it's tender and, uh, and do all, you know, and wrap it and, you know, butcher paper and do all sorts of stuff to get it uh, to where it's a good tasty piece of meat. So, yeah, so I decided to do a cactus and I decided to do like the, I guess what you call a prickly pear, because that's what I, I grew up with down in South Texas. I got many a cactus thorns in me, you know, running through the, uh, the brush as it were. So, yeah, so I decided on that. So my friends, uh, Jay and Christy Smith. And so Jay is the guy that, uh, designed the Ask Zach logo and, uh, his wife, Christy is an amazing, uh, you know, artist. She does a lot of hand lettering and a lot of, you know, drawings and a lot of wonderful artwork. And so she, you know, designed the, uh, you know, the, uh, the cactus and of course drew up my name. And I was, I was really enthused that the, the Z, you know, kind of lined up with the curve of the body. So I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. So, and then the, uh, the pit guard was just a clear pit guard that I got from all parts. And uh, I think most pit guard companies uh, will produce one. I think I, I, you know, I probably would have gotten if I'd known that Deco Boom, which they're the ones that made the pit guard that was on this guitar, because that's what um, Dan Strain uses. I probably, you know, I might have I gotten one of those. But uh, anyway, this is an all parts one from Katy, Texas, of course. And uh, yeah, so that's what's, what's on there. And uh, Dan Strain was kind enough to kind of bevel the edges on this and uh, kind of polish it up. And then uh, my friends, you know, Jay and Christy Smith, you know, printed this out and they printed out on special paper. So you probably can't see it, but the paper is kind of card stock and then it has little flecks in it. And so, yeah, so it was a really, really fun, cool project. So I was glad to uh, get to involve them and get to do it. And also it's something that, you know, I can, I can change out, you know, I can, I can do this if I want to change it to something else. If I want to go back to a regular old piece of plastic on there, I can, or, you know, I can, I can live with this. So, but this is, this is a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, so that's one that you can easily do yourself. And like I said before, like my old college buddy, uh, he's taken the clear guards and he's put fabric and all sorts of different things to, uh, you know, personalize, uh, guitars that don't have, uh, crazy shapes on the body. And that's all I can say. All right. So now I want to talk about uh, the chords that some of the chords that I used in the opening little uh, instrumental piece, you know, where it was kind of, I've got a woman, the old uh, Ray Charles tune, um, kind of playing that. And uh, the chords that I played, besides just the regular old E, B7 kind of thing, you know. 
when I went up higher, uh, I used one was this A9 that you that only takes you know two fingers, and that's a, I learned that from my guitar dad Pat Grogan, who used to play with Willie Nelson. And there you just got you know you've got one finger on the on the fifth fret on the D string, and then on the sixth fret on the G string, and then the rest of the strings are open, and you don't need to hit the low E string. So that's a fun chord. Uh, but then the other like fancy chords I learned from Robin Ford, who come to think of it, I mean, he's a, a great Telecaster player and probably one of the guys that has popularized uh, the Telecaster, you know, the most outside of country music in the last like 20 or 30 years because of how, how much he's played one. And uh, he has that, I guess the 60 or 61, you know, slab board, you know, blonde, telly that he that he plays a lot and uh which of course he makes it sound wonderful and it and, and you know and that's of course just i hate it when people say you know that guitar sounds great well you know robin ford makes any guitar sound great but that that is a great guitar that he makes sound great so on one of his videos that he did a while back he was showing some some guitar some chords some big nice rhythm chords and he did something like his So I just loved that. And so this is just this, this big, you know, kind of E9 chord that, uh, of course, you get that nice low open E string. Then you have uh, on, the, on the D string, you've got the fifth fret. Actually, that's the A string is on the fifth fret. On the D string, you're on the sixth fret. On the G string, you're on the sixth fret. And on the B string, you're on the fifth fret. So you get this. And of course, you can kind of come from a half step below. Or go up a half step. Uh, then the secondary shape, which is, you know, I only used three shapes, or actually two, actually, um, is you start on the, on the A string, you play the uh, fourth fret. On the D string, you're on the fifth fret. On the G string, you're on the fourth fret. And on the B string, you're on the fifth fret, and so you get this. So that's your A. Then, if you just move it up two frets, you have your B. And you can wrap your thumb over the top to get that bass note. one other thing where I, I where I took the A up to C so, and then you have that uh, ending lick which is just the same thing over and over again all right guys well I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and uh, yeah I'll see you next time bye bye
Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.